Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. But I don't wanna. I don't wanna. That's me this morning, whining like a little baby. (laughs) Let me share with you what happened. Last night, I stayed up pretty late listening to the convention, and I took some melatonin so that I could stay down. I'm a typical get up a couple of times in the evening to go to the bathroom. And it was pretty late. Five o'clock rolls around awfully soon in the morning. So I popped a couple of these melatonin gummies in my mouth. And they're so good. I took two more. So I took four melatonins. Not a good idea. The alarm went off this morning at five. And my immediate reaction was Oh my gosh, it's time to get up already. I did not get up and go to the bathroom. I slept all the way through, but I had that melatonin hangover. (laughs) I just felt so lethargic. Roll out of bed, get my husband up, go make his lunch, get the coffee going. My eyes feel like there are little weights hanging off of the lids. I'm just walking around in this stupor. My body is heavy. I'm feeling massive allergy symptoms. I'm still a little bit congested. I must have blown my nose a million times this morning. Took my meds. Jeff leaves, goes to the office, and I am going through the mental war. (laughs) You can go to bed. You could just go up there and take another hour You can still get your prayers in before you go to Mass and get all the stuff that you need done. And then I'm on the other side saying, just light the candle. (laughs) Just light the candle, get your coffee, go up and start. Oh, but you can go to bed. Light the candle, get in the position and start. This was going on all morning long, the debate in my head. So I fixed my coffee, came upstairs, lit the candle, opened up my shades, and it's still dark out. It's 5.30. And I get myself into my prayer place, put my head back. My eyes are closed like I'm not even sure I could have physically, with my fingers, opened my eyes. That's how heavy they were. And my mouth It was as if I had no control to move my lips. And as I'm sitting there, in my mind, going back and forth, just go to sleep. No, start 
your deliverance prayers. Let's protect this prayer in the precious blood of Jesus, and let's deliver the spirit of sloth and laziness, weariness, that kind of stuff, right? Let's do that. And this is all in my mind. I cannot move my lips. I know that Satan and the minions cannot hear my thoughts. They cannot read my thoughts. So I must be speaking this out loud. And I am just in a stupor. I can't even explain it. I'm telling you, do not take four melatonin gummies before you go to bed. (laughs) It's not a smart move. And so I finally fight through. And I end up praying with my eyes closed. My eyes are not opening, by the way. So I start with my protection prayer. Lord, please protect this prayer with your precious blood. And then I start with my binding prayer. In the name of Jesus Christ, I bind the spirit of laziness, sloth, lethargy, weariness, tiredness. And I command them to go to the foot of the Holy Cross for you, Jesus, to pour your precious blood on them and to receive their sentence. And I started feeling a little bit of my body starting to wake up. And then all of a sudden, about a minute later, the eyes that I cannot even control, they are, they're like glued shut, open. Oh, how cute was that? I don't know if you heard that little ding on my computer. Ding! Like as if my eyes were opened. Let me turn that off here. My eyes just open. I don't think about opening them. They just opened. And all of a sudden, I felt this joy kind of stir up in me, the spirit give me a little bit of this God feeling in me. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. So yes, I continue on. I get myself, I start going through the litany of Thanksgiving. This is what always helps me get out of a funk if I'm in it. And this one, I started praying in my mind. My mouth still wasn't quite working even beyond what was happening to me. So I was thanking God for all of these wonderful blessings and on and on and on. And finally, I was like, okay, I'm ready to meditate. I am ready to read the readings today. Let's do this. (laughs) And then I get past the first reading, which was beautiful. And I get to the Alleluia. Stay awake, exclamation point, for you do not know when the Son of Man will come. And then the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 24, verses 42 through 53, starts off with, Jesus said to his disciples, Stay awake, for you do not know on which day your Lord will come. Wow. Talk about living, breathing Word of God. We all must stay awake. I know for a fact in my faith coaching and in comments that I receive from people all over YouTube and social that we struggle, especially if we're in that state of desolation or we were on fire in the beginning of our journey and all of a sudden we're not feeling God. Well, are we sleeping? What were we doing in the beginning of our journey? We were probably diving into the faith, 
into his words, into spiritual reading. We were talking to God all day. Maybe we were focusing on learning how to pray. Typically, my friends, it's us that turns away from God ever so slightly. And then that ever slight move turns into a bigger move and then into a bigger move. And all of a sudden, we're just going through the motions. We are not trying to love him more. We're not seeking to be holier. We're just stagnant. And in the faith journey, being stagnant is actually regressing. You're either going forward or you're going backward. Stay awake. Fight through those moments that you don't feel like praying. Just like me this morning, I don't want to, I don't want to stay up. I want to go back to bed. But I am so very grateful for God's grace and for the tools that he taught me to fight the battle because it's a daily fight. Every single day, we've got to pull out those weapons and throughout the day. But I know, I know in my mind and in my heart that if I went back to bed this morning, I would not have the same day. I guarantee it because it always happens. I've made that decision to fall back asleep for an hour, a half an hour, and everything just gets off kilter because I'm squeezing in prayer. I'm squeezing in time with God, and that's never good. So when you don't want to do something because you're out of practice or because you've fallen away for a little while from that time with God, you're fighting distractions, or it's a new practice in your prayer life, fight through it. It may take days, weeks, months, but eventually you will be called to pray. It won't be this struggle. God will give you these graces along the way and give you these beautiful times of consolation and spiritual moments that will just keep you coming back. And then once you get that regular meditative prayer life, he's going to pull you into the other levels. There's nine levels of prayer. Mental prayer is level number two, and most people just struggle to get there. Think about when you go beyond level two, which by the way, Level two is the gateway to all other seven levels. That's St. Teresa of Avila that says that. So it's to our benefit to set that time aside, a minimum of 15 minutes, to meditate on, I love the living word. Every single day, God speaks to me. Scripture is beautiful. But if you're in the middle of, you know, the diary of St. Faustina, take a Take a, you know, section of that and meditate on it. You could meditate on the rosary if you actually meditate on it, not just whip through it and check the box. And it's beautiful when you continue to get that practice in your life and fight through those moments of distraction, of weariness, of tiredness, of sloth, or I'm too busy. That's another excuse. I don't have time. 
Remember, Jesus is right there. He knows you have time. Just think of every time you make an excuse to bypass prayer. Think about Jesus looking at you saying, let me see your calendar. Or let's talk about where you're spending your time. (laughs) We all have 15 minutes. And you should be expanding that once you get that 15 minutes in your day and you've done it for a couple of months, make it 30. And you will see that you will be drawn. God will draw you to it. In the beginning, it's us. We have to make the commitment. We have to take that next step to be with him. But from that point, once we get that regular pattern, he draws us. And we want to pray. We want to meditate and be in that loving time with God. We seek it. We need it. We love it. Every day is a different day. (laughs) So I just wanted to share that, yes, we all have those days where we just don't want to. But when we call out to God and we use our weapons, he's going to give us the graces to get into that state of being, into that prayer, and our days will be so much better when we look back and we realize, I just beat you, Satan. When you look at this as a gain, I'm gaining points, heading toward God. I'm not going to let Satan take points away from me because I listened to my body or because I did something stupid like take four melatonin gummies the night before. God has put this amazing joy in my morning. And because of that, I fought him and I fought my own body, what I did to it. And I'm so grateful. God is so good. Find time to pray today. Find time to do whatever it is that you don't want to do, but you know it's doing something good for you or for someone in your life. I love you all. Have a blessed and inspired day.